105. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the podcast. It's Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. We're up and about, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good Friday fun one show today. English speak good, well we do. <laughs> Me fail English, that's impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get into it today. Scotty um, Cam popped by. Yes, he did. Locks coming back. Your child could be wearing an ankle bracelet, which is um, <laughs> going to be very handy for some parents. Know where they are. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. And also, will he ever stop wasting his money on cars and finally make an honest woman out of you? That is the question that we answer with uh, Dear Abby. Let us commence the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Come on, Northside. Northside. B105's 50K Trivia Turf War. Seven o'clock every morning, your shot at $50,000. The only place to win that much money is B105, and it's by playing Trivia Turf War. Let's go. All righty. Callum in Walloon is playing for the Northside. Morning, Callum. Morning, mate. How you going? I am good, naughty boy. And Amy from Red Bank Plains is playing for the South. Morning, Apes. Good morning, Sab. <laughs> Southy girl. <laughs> hey there, Southy girl. <laughs> All right, right, you know how this works. We're going to fire three trivia questions at you guys. It's best to three, and the side of the river that you hail from is your buzzer. So yell that out loud and proud when you think you know the answer. First question. Which band released the songs Yellow and Fix You? Northside. Yes. yes. Northside. That's Coldplay? It, it is Coldplay. Coldplay. Wasn't he a dog? Ah, we were all lovely. nervous to talk to him because we Chris thought he was Martin. Gonna, Yeah, and he was such a lovely fellow. Yeah. Mm. He's like, you're funny. <laughs> Stop. You're funny, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. And right? then he went on about, I was talking to my therapist last night. We're like, Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Tell us more. <laughs> what, did he, what did he talk to his therapist about? What did he? I think it was his uh, ex-wife's candle. No. <laughs> I know. I think it was uh, like fear of performing as well. Yellow mm. mm. yeah. was a great song. Oh, I love you so. Now, 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 now. All right. Is Sounds like a dude. the girl from uh, Fifty Shades? Dakota, Dakota Fanning. Fanning. Who was Johnson. Oh. No, that was Nick. Oh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sorry, yes. we forgot about the quiz. Yes, we just sorry, just sorry. Amy. Just I anyway, okay. All right. Question. What were you going to say? Yes, he still is. <laughs> um, it's uh, the uh... one to the south. No, hey, no, no. no. All right, back to the game. Back to the game. She's the one that brought down Ellen. Yeah. yeah. All right, okay, back sorry, to the guys. game. Back okay, to the sorry. game. Question two. One to the north. <laughs> Fran Fine was a character in which nineties? Yeah. Yep. yep. The nanny. Oh, yeah, you're in there. You're in there. Yeah, there Sorry, Dakota go. Johnson. I shouldn't say Dakota Fanning. Yes. That was someone. In- Don Johnson's uh, d- daughter. Question number three. <laughs> Question number three. What breed of dog did Queen Elizabeth have? Southside. Oh, I'm going to say. I would say South by Pinch. That was close. She has. Mm-hmm. Is that me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yorkshire Terrier. Oh. Uh, no. No? No. Callum. Callum. Oh, oh, Stop swearing. All right. So. During a game of turf war. You wouldn't yeah. get that sort of language no. from the north side. 
No, well, uh, we had we had a bit of swears there from um, from Amy when she got the answer wrong, um, and we're not in delay anymore. So, um, Callum wins. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to. She's really there upset we go. about that. Northside. <laughs> Do you trust Callum to say thank you? No, absolutely. No, I mean, no, I, no. I do, but it's no, not worth my job. No. Um, okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. We also, also, uh, just a little shout out to Adrian, the audio guy. We need to fix our little, we have a sting usually that plays yeah. there when we, we have mm. to do a delay dump. Mm. Uh, there we go. Find your country <laughs> spirit at Ecker, August 12 to 20. Tickets at ecker.com.au. <laughs> uh, stand by another chance to play for $50,000. really upset about uh, getting that wrong, wasn't <laughs> we? are going to do that uh, at 8.30. All right, let's go back into our seven second delay right now. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Maybe you've been in this situation and this lady would love to hear from you. So mm-hmm. 13, 10, 60 if you want to give advice. She said, uh, my boyfriend and I have been together for five years and I'm not desperate to be married at all. I do think an engagement ring would be nice just to know that we're kind of on the same path and we are going to have a future together before I get too old. <laughs> at a friend's birthday party, someone asked my boyfriend, was he going to propose soon? Have you been uh, talking about rings? Ha ha, all those jokes and ribbing. And he said, yeah, but my car needs a new exhaust. Ha ha ha. It just got to me as I realised all his money is going to fixing his cars. It honestly is a great hobby. He spends hours doing it. He started with his dad. His dad passed away. I know he continues it and kind of in his honour and it means a lot to him. But the amount of money he spends on it must be huge. We don't share money except for when bills come in. Um, But now I've started to think, are we ever going to save for a house? Are we ever going to get married? Because he's just going to need to do up more and more cars. Is it reasonable to start talking about a budget or at least um, mention, hey, can we start planning for our future? I told him that his response at my friend's party was a little bit rude and he said, no, don't take it the wrong way. I do see a future with us. Has anyone been in a situation where these hobbies are costing an absolute fortune and feel like they come first? I reckon doing... The blokes are going to flood the phones here for sure. (laughs) Maybe they do. (laughs) That's a tough one, too, with the dad connection, because you get that. Yeah. You know, it's his way of remembering his father. What, if I guess if he was flipping them, you know, if he's doing, you know, doing up old classic cars and then selling them for a profit. Yeah, not then many people do that. Right. <laughs> no, I know, I know so with car people, yeah. they, well, they, they never them? finish it either. Right. Well, you it's can't, never because you, you take it for a ride and then something happens and, mm, God, yeah. you're going you're to have to start back at square one. Mm. Do you this girl could get engaged without an engagement ring? Yeah, well, no, I wrote back, yeah, I reckon she could. I don't think it's about that. I think it's just the main, like, they've been together for five years. Mm. Money's never coming into it. But now she's started to go, well, wait a minute, am I going to spend the next five years with keep getting things pushed yeah. off? Because yeah. Yeah. if you don't have a plan, like I always say to my, my friends always say the same, girls start to think, well, wait a minute, where are we going? Yeah. And a lot of men live in a Peter Pan syndrome mm. where they don't ever think they're getting older and there is no issue to hurry yeah. down. I think the only time guys start to then flick a switch is when all their mates are doing it and mm. they go, oh, so all the, oh, so everyone's not gone out because they've got kids. Which is kind of, yeah, which is kind of biological as well. I mean, it we is. can procreate until we die. Well, still not, don't start rating your fertility in the same way. But, but yes. you know what I mean? You guys do you have the biologically, yeah. biological clock ticking yeah. where yeah. It, it stops a lot earlier than ours. So you do see that timeline differently. But yeah, if, if you are. It's also just making plans. Yeah. 
Well, she, oh, she said the, the house thing in there too. So it yeah. sounds like she wants a commitment from him that says this is a forever thing. And, yes. And she wants, if not a ring, is it like getting married? Is it having a house? Like, having a combined bank account? You say, compromise you say it's and he could get a, a mobile home. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> you say it's just a ring, but my dad didn't want us to buy a house until I was engaged. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. For the financial security. Yeah, because he's just a banker, I think, and he'd seen so many sort of, you know, he's like, wait a minute, like, I I just want to know that you guys are looking into a future. Who knows, you might break up, but, you know, at least you're sort of looking in that same direction where I know you say it's just a ring, but it's sort of going, wait a minute, I'm on the same page as you. Correct, yeah. Mm. Um, Well, let's find out, 13, 10, 60, men and their hobbies, their expensive ones. I mean, maybe you could say, hey, I just... I really want you to do up a car for a wedding. So let's get engaged and That's then spend all your time doing that doing before that. our Why wedding. Why don't you start saving up for my muffler? <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know. Yeah. You know what? The, 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 <laughs> get out of first gear, mate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <I'd> Sarah. Like... <laughs> hey. Um, so my partner was, or currently still is, building like a really expensive LJ Tirana to some kind of vintage car. Mm-hmm. I think he's about like 60000 into the car and it's, about 30% finished. Right. Ooh. But despite that, he still got me an engagement ring and we still did get married. So it's okay. all about prioritizing. Mm. So yeah. they have the money. Believe me, it's sitting there in the account. It's all about thinking maybe not this week on the car, maybe this week on my girl. Yeah, really. yeah. Uh, good one. Do you know those cars can sell for an absolute fortune? I don't think he wants to ever. <laughs> oh, like I mean. But thank you for that. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah, it's a, I think Sarah's probably been told many times. Sorry, how, how but that one, that worth, one right? I'd have to give is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're yeah, saying ditch the so ring and get back onto no, the car, No, no, I just didn't know what year. Are we talking about the 1970s? <laughs> 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 you're lucky, Sarah, is what she's saying. Uh, Jules and Eight Mile Plains, what do you think about this? Look, if he's not going to do it now, mm. um, he's never going to do it. There's other ways to go about it. You've got a zip pay that he can go out and he, he yeah. can and get a ring yeah. and all the, you know, it, it is, <laughs> it's able to be made, you mm. know, and exhaust doesn't cost that much. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, he's making some form of com- commitment. I just think, like, my husband and I have been together over 20 years mm-hmm. and we never got married until last year and if it wasn't for my mother getting sick, I doubt it if we still would have been, you know, yep. married today. Right. But at the same time, I was leaving. So what? You know, enough was enough. Right. Oh, so you were going to leave after 19 years? Yeah. You just had it, yeah. you were just waiting that long? Oh, I've, uh, nearly 20 years. Mm. I even tried. I even tried with your Bris Vegas thing in the end. Oh, the wedding, yeah. so, so, so close. And, but in the end, Mum got sick. And it oh. actually saved her life because it's something she always wanted. Oh. But if this is what she wants, he should be thinking about her too. She's mm. allowing yeah. him to get his car parked. Mm-hmm. You know, there are other ways. Yeah, that's, I get what you're saying, Julie. Like, that feels like Julie's, Julie was fed up. Yeah, she was. But you know what? Hats off to you, Julie, for sticking it out there mm. for yeah. that long. Mm-hmm. Um, this girl does not want to wait 19 years, though. Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine and Redlands, what do you think? Well, I reckon they can make it a joint thing. You know, you can get involved in some things and be a part of hobbies. Like, my partner's into Pokemon. We've been together for five years, and we've become a family unit and get involved with it. But yeah. at the same time, it can get expensive, and you've got to know when to reel it in. Mm-hmm. How, how how what's the collection of Pokemon? Is it worth it? Like, you spend a lot. Yeah, so at the moment it's 
we sell some as well, so it's kind of like, you know, sell and trade kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, at the moment, our personal collection is about 10, 15K. Wow. Yep. That's, and that'll only increase. So yeah. it depends on what the hobby is, my thing, but definitely a commitment needs to be made. Was there ever a time, Jasmine, where you're like, come on, you need to pull back? Like, did you ever talk oh, about yeah. a budget? Yes, yeah, yeah it's okay. a regular thing. We would right. have to constantly. <laughs> but I think that's the thing. I think like she hasn't until that comment was made at a party and she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. wait a minute. The so communication maybe, needs to start. Yeah, yeah, maybe you need to start going, hey, mm. I feel like my hairdresser is, is just too expensive. Mm -hmm. Do you reckon we should do a budget together? Yeah. <laughs> and at least Jasmine's got a light at the end of the tunnel because one day he will catch them all. That's yeah. true. So Yeah. That's true. Matthew in North Lakes, what do you think about this man spending all his money on his cars, not his missus? Oh, g'day, guys. Um, look, I think it's simple, you know, like he needs to grow up a bit. You know, I get that he's doing it for his old man, but if his old man's looking down on him, he'd want him to see his son, you know, have kids and mm -hmm. get married and settle down, you know, and just do it as a hobby. Make make his hobby a hobby, not his yeah. main priority, you yeah. know? Yeah. He's, she should be the main priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, um, yeah. I mean, you've got later yeah. in life where you can change priorities and then go go back and tinkle on your car. Tinkle on it. I know if I had a kid at that sort of stage I'd, and I passed away, I'd, I'd want to be looking down and watching yeah, and seeing, grow yeah. as, as a man. That you is know, a very not good still point. being a kid playing with toys. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That. And, and if that's not his intention to give her what she wants, then he should be man enough to let her go and find that yeah. somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Or, or he, she can make him a baby and get a watch and she proposed. Isn't that what yeah, men do? Yeah. Uh, women do, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yep. A lot of uh, ladies have said, uh, pack your bags and run. Um, they're people that have been divorced from people that uh, spend too much money on cars. Right. But besides those, everyone has said, talk about a budget. Right. Okay. We'll try that first. <laughs> try that first at least. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. My wife and I are on a date. We were hoping to get here earlier, actually get a table. Did I make it? Did you? We'll be standing over there. Okay. I've already forgotten about you. All right. <laughs> We went on a date last night. It was so good. Actually, I said day night apparently because I wrote it wrong. I, I'm so not used to writing date that I posted a photo. You Saying and Scott, day right? night. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. You and Scott? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Just yeah. checking. Uh, we went to see Gran Turismo and mm. oh, God, I love that movie. I'm going to go and see it again. Wow. Haven't seen the Barbie one yet and mm -hmm. I'm going to get around to it, but this one I was like, it's based on a true story and I'm a sucker so for Barbie. anything. Yeah, I know, right? It is, but I guess, yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Documentary, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I love anything based on a true story. Mm. You go into a bit of a wormhole after and you try yeah. and like see the real people. Yeah, it's the best like, when they oh do that God, in the credits and they put the photos up and you're like, oh, they do look like them. Yeah, yeah I had to DM the, the real guy to say amazing story. Uh, hey. I haven't heard back yet, but he hasn't got many followers, so he should get around. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I shouldn't put him down after I've just said how amazing he is. But we went... Uh, a couple of hours after my parents arrived in town because they <laughs> haven't been here uh, for a while, mm. for a year. So we were like, well, let's go out. Mm. And a couple of hours. And they were, they were fine with everything, had all dinner and stuff. But it was just a bit quick, quick, quick because I was like, it's at Mount Cravat mm. and the parking there on a Thursday night for late night shopping. Nightmare. Yeah, mm. we caused a bit of an argument because I said to him, you've got to get in the left-hand lane. He's like, I know there's a truck. I could do it. No issue. Couldn't get in the left lane. So then we couldn't find a park for a while. And uh, the the issue is when we got out of the car park, the only park that we could do was ballet. And you know that we hate paying for parking, so mm. we don't normally do it. It's yeah. up to 15 bucks now. It's like, yeah. come on. It's like sex. If you apply yourself, you can get it for free. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, it's just a little bit more effort, but it's worth it in the end, Stav. Yeah, that's true.
If sex was $15, I'd be more than happy to pay It's more the concept. on the regular. It's not the concept. It's oh, just the... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the going rate. I think <laughs> i got cash on me. <laughs> if, you, if you added it up, you've paid a lot more than that over the years. <laughs> but when people go valet, they've got a car to show off, right? Well, yeah. Like there's a certain type of person yeah. that goes, I don't want to park my own car. Mm. I'm going to go to valet. Because I have mm. to say, it was no quicker. Mm. You know, because there were so many lines for it and there was a lot of la-di-da cars. So then we're in the, the valet pay and they're like, you, do you want to pay in advance just in case you're going to be late because they're only there till nine? I was like, yeah, cool, we'll do that. So we're there and I looked over at Scott. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, what are you wearing? And he goes, what do you mean? I don't have any other pants. And it's like he was wearing homey pants from when we were kid. The kids, they were jeans with baggy. big baggy pockets yeah, with rips down the back. I expect yeah. him to have a chain with his wa- yeah, wallet yeah, on right. it. Cool. And then he was wearing it with sneakers. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and also, mate, remember your haircut? And he goes, yeah, I know. This is the cheap one I got for $10. I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, Everyone knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> I was like, we don't look like we should be in ballet. No. And I just said to him. And everyone's thinking, oh, look at that lovely lady. Caring for that man, taking him <laughs> to the movies. I did the most annoying thing and then involved the guy that was working at Valet. Because yeah. I looked over him and I said, what are you wearing? He goes, does it not look good? I was like, no. He goes, I don't have any clothes. My wife hasn't bought me any. And I turned over to the guy and I said, excuse me, do you buy your own clothes? <laughs> and he was like, since I was 14. <laughs> And then Scotty's like, oh, thanks, mate. Throw me oh, under the bus. He goes, well, I have. He's like, I'm not going to lie. And then Scotty goes, yeah, but that doesn't count. What are you, only like 21 now? That's not many years. <laughs> <laughs> did, he have, did, the, did the bloke at Valet have a wife? Uh, no, I think he just wanted to get out there and say, can I just go back to parking yeah, cars? Yeah, okay. But Scott hasn't bought clothes because I haven't bought them for him. Mm. Yeah. You guys buy your own clothes, right? Yes. Yeah, does, yeah, yeah. does your wife ever buy anything? it's wildly apparent that yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, don't think you had to ask me, mate. <laughs> no, you theme dress. Yeah. You go through themes. I'm going for a look. Yeah, you're yeah. 70s look now. Or 60s, sorry. 60s. Whichever, okay, 60s. sorry. I want to be drinking martinis in the afternoon. Yes, that's mm. a theme. You love a theme. And then you'll go back to novelty t-shirts. Some, sometimes. So the, the, and every, but every time I do a theme, I think, this is it. This is the one. I'm sticking with this one. I'm for so the glad rest you did life. not stick with those um, uh, fisherman pants. That was what? quite an era, the fisherman pants and the sandals. Well, I never wore them out, out. You wore them to work, work all the time. Yeah, that's not, that's not the same thing. But anyway, yes, I, I, we digress. This isn't about me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's the problem. Scott dressed himself and so does Stan. <laughs> maybe that's it. But he's like, I don't know what to buy. Because mm. he doesn't but have he doesn't a style. Care. He doesn't care. He, do- he doesn't care. No. He doesn't not, care. It's but not important to him. If I've bought him any clothes, and I have bought him before, yeah. I was like, mm. but I bought you some pants. He goes, but they're my good ones. Wear them now before you die, mate. Like, what are you saving them for? Yeah. Weddings. But they're not the, even the wedding ones. They're like, um, just like these nice, <laughs> nice like going out pants. Yeah. Were you going to say the word slacks? You were <laughs> no, going to say the word slacks. No, I wasn't. I think he's going to wear them today. <laughs> oh, oh. To be fair, though, mm. you were going to a movie, so you were going to be sitting in, in the, the dark. dark. Do you know what he did? He looked at me and he goes, how lucky do I look like I'm homeless? No one's sitting next to me. And he is right. No one did choose to sit next to him. <laughs> All right, we do have the man of the moment on. He wants to defend He's himself. Joining, yes. Yeah. Scotty? Wait, what have you got to say for yourself? Yo, 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 what up, my homie G? He's still wearing the pants, obviously. He's still wearing the pants. <laughs> I'm still in my homie G pants. <laughs> Even you went nah. to the bathroom and you came oh, back. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm not going to defend myself. They were a terrible pair of um, jeans. What were they purchased for originally? 
Uh, I reckon they were hand me downs from a mate from the uh, from the Goldie days right. back in oh four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, oh, I mean, how, look, hang on a second, oh four. Yeah, mate. If a woman running. was wearing a pair of jeans from I four, she'd be like, "Yeah, these are old. Look at these old things still on me." <laughs> they had rips and they were so baggy. Still, and yeah, well, he's yeah. lost weight. Yeah, they used no, to be tight. They used <laughs> to be tight. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good, Scotty. Yeah, oh, oh, oh four, mate. I tell you, yeah. I was ripped back oh. in the day. So were your pants. <laughs> so were pants, and so is my uh, yeah. so is my dress sense. Yeah, yeah. Me, I, he... I have no dress sense, my boys. <laughs> Oh, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, look, the boys used to get into me. I'd like come out wearing, like, well, right, our boys are going out. They'd be like, what are you doing, man? I'm like, uh, got my clothes on. They're like, mate, you've got no dress sense at all. You can't wear that with this. And I'm like, see, this is why I don't go shopping. This is why you do the makeover for me. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. He's still got those. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so his flatmates would not let him go out. Like, we're picking up girls, mate. This is not going to work. Oh, that's one last guy to compete with. So I can yeah, see it's a good point. That's a good point. He used to have them dress him. Right. Oh, right. Mm. Well, it's you knew what you were getting into. Go buy your husband some clothes today, please. That's what it always comes down to with you two. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? I was reading this article and I look, hey, Youth crime, it's its off the chain, isn't it, in Queensland? It's terrible. And I, look, it honestly is. And we've had um, a break-in at our place. And you kind of go, it, it's now everyone's going, it's just a matter of time. Mm. But there were comments by a criminologist and a lecturer at UQ. And when I read it, I was a bit like, hey, wait a minute, I take offence. I was like, no, she's actually got a point. Her name is Dr. Renee Zanow. Uh, morning. Hello, how are you? Good. Now, one of the comments you made is just pointing out that Brisbane is a growing city. That's right. Look, our population is booming and we are getting a lot denser. Certainly no one ever should be a victim of crime and no one deserves to be a victim of crime. But one of the things that we've experienced lately um, is uh, a rise in counts of crime that simply comes along with having a higher population. So the rates of crime are not necessarily going up, but the counts are going up because we've got more people living here. Mm, and it was that sense. point where I was like, it makes sense, isn't yeah. it? Like if when we were living in Sydney, mm. you and I know, Maddie, we would never have our doors open during the day. Well, there was a shooting in my suburb, I remember, yeah. that first month that I moved to Sydney and mm. I was like, oh, yeah, that must just be how Sydney rolls. Yeah. It was good. It was a cheaper <laughs> suburb. It was great. <laughs> Batman but, like, doesn't patrol Gladstone. <laughs> no, no, he don't. No. But we've kind of lived like a big city. And like I said, I'm not blaming anyone for you know, I don't, town, I don't, well, you know? I don't ever want a victim blame because that is mm. not what we're about at all because there's no. been horrendous crimes. and But it was more just saying that we need to start taking, I guess, our security more seriously. Yeah, and like there are a lot of benefits of Brisbane growing mm. and evolving into a bustling city. Um, and certainly, you know, as we get denser, there are a lot more opportunities for people to also be, you know, sort of being around a lot more people and being nearby opportunities to be involved in crime. The other thing is our perceptions of crime are a lot higher because we see it every day now on social media. Mm -hmm. And once upon a time, unless you saw the police in your street, a police car, Mm. you wouldn't know about burglaries that were happening all the time. That's true. Whereas now we know about them.
Would you say also uh, coupled with an increase in population, yes, but also, I mean, crime does tend to rise any time there is a squeeze on costs of living and, you know, people struggling and not, no one having enough money as well. So it's like a combination of both those two things, would you say? It's a combination of those two things, plus also we're getting a return to normal after COVID. We had massive declines in crime during the COVID pandemic because everyone was at home, so no one could break into your house while you're there. Mm, That's a good point. So when they're saying, like, uh, um, uh, you know, the crime statistics, they come in, so it's up 17% from last year, but last year no one could leave their house. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, Renee, do you believe that there should be harsher... Um, penalties on the youth because that's been a big thing and it's made you know the political rounds of saying you know they're not doing enough Um, what do you believe should be the case when it does with youth crime yeah all the evidence suggests that when we're um, punitive towards youth it actually has a backfiring effect so it doesn't do anything to help us in the long term Mm -hmm. Um, all it does is set us up to have um, lifetime criminals so what we really need to be doing is working on um, this this group of young offenders who actually have a lot of widespread problems. So these young people have already come to the attention of child services, of family services, community services. So they're people who are already involved in um, in the system in other ways. Mm. And we really need to really strengthen our um, mental health um, and education services to really be providing these young people with kind of well-rounded um supports. I mean, that's the thing at the end of the day, isn't it? Who are the adults behind these young offenders who aren't doing their bit? You know, they're the parents. They're the people who should be there first, not the cops. Well, I guess they're struggling as well. That's the thing. Exactly. I was going to say, Abby, look, and like, and, and what about the community behind those parents, you yeah. know? So at the end of the day, it's just sort of like thinking about people and then it goes back to Stubbs' comment, are they struggling with costs of living, etc.? Mm. So it's about, as a community, how are we supporting people? Um, and that comes back to even our own security again. So do you know your neighbours? Are you looking out for them? Um, and those sorts of things. So as we develop and evolve into a large, bustling city, we can also say, well, well, how do we work against that? Well, we know our neighbours. We know who should be in our neighbourhood and who shouldn't. Mm -hmm. You know, we make sure that we take basic precautions. Um, And they're the things that we can do to empower ourselves to to try and be a safer area. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Renee, great to talk to you this morning. You're a criminologist and lecturer at UQ. Um, the youth crime problem is not going to go anywhere, so um, we well, appreciate Well, they'll get you. older. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll have kids, and then we'll... No, 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 no. no, no, no. Let's hope it gets better. <laughs> uh, but it's a great way to look at it, you know. Brisbane's getting bigger, so per capita, the crime's just the same. We're just seeing more of it. So um, yeah, thank you for it. your time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. It's an important date for my wife. I can't quite remember what it is, but it's important. No, it's her birthday. It's my wife's birthday today. She turns 47. Happy Happy birthday, birthday. Kat. And I want to get you guys' opinion on this. Uh, See where you land. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll play Apple Box next. No. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Um, But uh, I went out um, yesterday and um, got her prezzies, and um, I knew that... Uh, we had wrapping paper at home, so I didn't bother with that. Uh, I got a card. Card's the most important part when it comes to my wife. I could buy her a Lamborghini. If I didn't write something nice in a card, I'd still be in trouble. So that was I feel fun. like I've given up on the cards. Yeah? I've always been into the cards. Mm. Now I'm like lotto tickets instead. 
Well, cards are very expensive, <laughs> aren't they? It's you. Well, no, Did you, you like come yours? back around, yeah, because you've got the funny I ones. Bought you a, we bought you a proper card. Yeah, mm. it's, I know. That's yeah. why I've kept it. It's in my top drawer. Like here. It's, it's, yeah, it wasn't a two dollar one that we no, normally do. It's worth yeah. a fortune. Mm. Yeah. And then they sting you for the envelope as well. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you pay extra for the envelope. No, the envelope right. comes with the card. Not where I shop. In Barden. Yeah, yeah. They'll get you everywhere they can in Barden. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> hell. Is that uh, sky riding? <clears throat> no, you want a car? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I get home and I go to um, wrap uh, said presents and um, the only wrapping paper I had said season's greetings, Merry Christmas. Which technically... Christmas in July. Is Jesus' birthday. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So still <clears throat> a birthday wrapping. But is that a yay or a nay? Or a don't care at all either way? It's hard for me to say because I don't know Kat's mm. opinion. No, in you your guys, own opinion. Well, you guys do presents. We don't do presents mm. in our household. So mm. you're already overachieving <laughs> right. is what I meant. And well. I've, I wrap in alfoil. I, I love that idea. Thank you. I should have thought alfoil of that. with a bow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was actually, I was Googling around for alternatives to wrapping paper. Uh, and there's some weird ones out there that you, I think would get you into trouble. Mm. A scarf. Um, oh yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's I guess people who are environmental would mm. go with oh, that. Oh, this is so a, yeah, you just like yeah, sustaining. Yeah. Time, yeah, maps. If you can yeah. find a map, these yeah. Days. My brother-in-law, and this is, requires a lot more effort. He would take um, newspaper, mm. but what he would do on all the pictures is he would like doodle on them and do car- like funny cartoon oh, stuff, wow. draw penises on on things, wow. and then he would wrap your gift in that. Wow! And it requires a lot of effort, mm. but that actually the wrapping was, was more enjoyable. Was what you'd be into, you didn't really care what was inside it because mm. of all the funny stuff he'd drawn on it. There's this one I think you would get in serious trouble if you did a cereal box. It says, empty cereal boxes make great gift boxes. Cut the box down one side, turn it inside out, and you have a black canvas to create whatever you want on your cereal box. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've wrapped in um, cardboard before. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. See, I think if the present's good, it doesn't matter what That's it's wrapped That's what in. I would I, but I don't know. Let's see what the girls in the phone room think. Ash, what do you think? If, if Dan got you a present wrapped in Christmas wrapping for your birthday or vice versa... I would be quite peeved off. Um, recently, it was Haley's birthday, and I forgot to get her wrapping paper. So the only wrapping paper we have at the station is Christmas, and I decided to leave it unwrapped mm-hmm. because I wasn't going to do that to my girl. You can do hide and seek, they say, if you don't have it, which is kind of cute. Let what? your present somewhere oh, in the house. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then you don't have to wrap it because you've made the unwrapping a fun little adventure. And you give little, like, clues. I like that. Gift yeah. bags are the go-to. You know, just plonk it in a bag. You don't yeah. have to just get it. I reckon, yeah, if you're not ha- I would do unwrapped. Mm. Rather than Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Right, I, I, got to, I get to unwrap some presents today. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, has she got it yet? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was going to ask you what's in it. I because know, maybe, maybe it'll be so great she'll just look Well, I'd like that. to think so. Yeah. 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 I, well, yeah, why don't you say, oh, look, oh, it's uh, wrapped in something different. But I'll tell you the joke behind that after yeah. you open it. And then she opens yeah. it. She goes, that's a present. That's amazing. I love it. And yeah. go, yeah, the, the, I just couldn't find it. Or yeah. 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 this is your birthday and Christmas present combined. combined. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. This bloke loves his R&B music. Scotty <laughs> Cam. <laughs> you love all the club bangers, don't you, Scotty? Hi, g'day guys, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, Scotty, what music do you listen to? Uh, <laughs> I listen to the bit of the oldies uh, stuff, I think. You know what, if I, if I was, if it was 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I'd be listening to 2CH. 
So I think I'm just the modern version of Tuesday H, oh, which is the old songs. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, an AM station in Sydney. Where they play class- yeah, that's classics, right? right okay. Yes, mm. yes. Mm. Like what classics are we going through? Eighties or seventies? <laughs> I think we might be talking like the the seventies mm. and the and the not not like the sixties music or anything yeah. like that. It just has old classics. That I listened to as a kid growing up. I'm a, I'm a wireless yeah. in the kitchen. <laughs> well, you you would see though, Scotty. I I find with um my one of my mates is a builder, and his apprentices and his younger boys are actually into that music because they listen to it on the job sites. Mm. Um, you know, with the tradies that they work under. So it kind of it is staying alive. I know, that, but then what music. are we going to be doing? We're going to be listening to Cardi B going, "Oh God, I remember when she was on the yeah. radio." Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. That. you will be. You yeah. will be. And and the other thing is, that, um, I've got a 27 year old and a two 24 year olds, mm. and and when they have a party here or something like that, all of a sudden Neil Diamond pops up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they love it. And they all sing along. Yeah. It's so good. Well, see, that's the thing you remember that, like, for um, our kids, you know, when when they're older or something, they'll be at um, at funerals and things, and they go and one of their favorite, favorite songs, songs to take us out. My anaconda Oh, they loved this song. Yeah, it's ironic because they were killed by a snake. Uh, <laughs> Rest in peace, Nana. Yeah, well, speaking, speaking of going back in time, that's exactly what the 19th season of The Block is doing, isn't it? Well, look, we, what happened was we, we found five houses in a row, mm. unrenovated, that were built in the 50s. And we thought, this is perfect. We always love a theme, so we ran with the 1950s theme because that's exactly what these houses are. They, they were untouched, five in a row. It was unbelievable and all blonde brick. So we did that 50s theme, but now it's up to the contestants to bring those houses into 2023. Mm-hmm. And, and we put another story on them as well. So it's a massive build and some really great design ideas and great ideas uh, about the whole project. And, and then, um, you know, there's these brand new homes, which oh, the, the streetscape of these houses is unbelievable. But they're, they're all very individually different. So they look as though they're built individually, mm. not at the same time. They don't look anything similar to each other now. And it's a fantastic build. We know that you've gone to so many Logies. Um, we remember that you turned yours into a bottle opener, I believe. Brilliant. Yeah, yes, which is very, very creative. Mm-hmm. How was, did you end up going to the Logies after party this time? I did, I did. This was my 24th Logies. Wow. Uh, and and I, my wife and I went to the after party for about an hour. It was a combined after party mm. with all networks, which is great. And everyone was having a fantastic time. But it was a bit hard to find your people, you know, the people you know. Yeah. Because uh, mm. yeah. it was so big and so crowded uh, that, uh, anyway, we had a great time. Chatted with a few people. We were home by about one thirty. Well, that's that's. L- Late? What do you, you, made, you made out like you got home early. Well, no, 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 you don't understand. Yeah. The, the logies don't finish till midnight. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's right. just, you, you just popped into the after party there, <laughs> yeah. Scotty. Yeah. Well, well, right. With that then, because they serve you guys dinner during it, if they finish at midnight, do they then bring out another snack yeah, later kebabs. on to, like, to keep what, you? Like they do at childcare before <laughs> yes. pick-up if you're there yes. for the late kids. Yeah. Sandwiches. I would need it. Yeah, did they bring snacks? Yes. Yeah, get a little cheese platter. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. Mm. For the two, two or three for the table, right. and and that's nice. It's good, and mm. you know the the service was good. It was it was good. Oh, you actually? I heard a rumor you paid someone to keep, like you yeah, I do that every year. I um, 
I give a barman or barmaid fifty bucks at the at the, at the start, mm-hmm. and I said, "If you look after me on the drinks, I'll give you another fifty at the end." That's brilliant. Yeah, because there's oh, no there's goodness. nothing worse than trying to find them, and you don't want to ever click your fingers. But you're like you're trying to make eye contact yeah. in a full room is yeah. very hard. Pretty, they're under the pump because yeah. there's I don't know a hundred tables or ten, yeah. and 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 there's um and, and they're only allowed to serve you in the ad break. Mm. Oh, serious? Yeah, you're the kind of yeah, people you never see them around. walking around. Yeah. Yeah, because wow. it's live and it's on telly, mm. and so they all disappear. And you've got seat warmers if someone's stuck outside having a fag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so you've got young kids sitting next year, which you talk to them and introduce yourself. And hey, what do you do, champion? What are you doing at uni? <laughs> They're, all in their suits. They're like, <laughs> I'm Grant Denyer, Scott. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Buddy, it is one of the greatest shows on TV because people watch it. They think, I can do that. Yeah. They don't realise how much work goes into it. The contestants blow out on budgets. It's it's just like doing your own renovation, but through the TV screen. Um, the Block, um, it is uh, coming back Sunday, 7 o'clock, Channel 9, 9 now. Always a pleasure to chat to you, Scotty Cam. Hey, thanks, guys. All the best. Great to talk to you. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. You are a toy! You are a child's plaything! are a sad, strange little man, and you have my picture. There is a new toy that's gone viral. God, it's been shared millions and millions of times. As a guy is doing a review, he's found it in the shops and taken it home to talk about its features. And I think what's really important about is this toy is a lot of uh, kids grow up and they can't see themselves in the toys. You right. know, it's not, it's not relatable to them. And that is, you know, Barbie. Barbie, you know, now comes in all shapes and sizes, and rightly so, mm. so that people will be able to go, oh, cool, that's me. Mm-hmm. There was a little girl that was just so excited because she found uh, Barbie in a wheelchair. Yeah. She's like, that's me, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And this is next level because, you know, kids want to be like their parents, and maybe they were like, I want the same features that mummy or daddy has. Right. Well, I would have hoped from their DNA you would have some of them, unless not all the time. Someone has <laughs> no. But like, look, like what I'm saying is, you get like a little hammer set that we got for yeah. our son, and oh, he okay. was so excited that he could have a little tool belt like his dad, mm. yeah. and they could work together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm presuming that that's how this one came about, because this little boy is so excited that he has his first ankle monitor. Yeah. <laughs> So this is how they describe it. If you're the parent of a young child and you're not getting enough sleep at night, I'm betting it's because your children will not stay in their room. That was my problem too, until recently when I found this ankle monitor in Walmart. This brand is a godsend, taking a page out of the criminal rehabilitation playbook and applying it to children. So look at it, look at I it. I am on board. Look, it's so <laughs> cute. Look, got his own little ankle monitor. And oh, then yeah. he goes on to describe the app as well. Check out these awesome features. Using their app, you can specify a timeout zone, which is the room where your child is supposed to be staying. It's sort of like house arrest. You can also set up no-go zones for extra safety. I'm going to do the whole house. Now, whenever my little juvenile delinquent sneaks out of his room, I get a notification on my phone. From this point, there's several different approaches on how to handle the situation, such as screaming at them from your bed or bargaining with them to get back in their room. But my favorite is to employ the built-in electrical impulse training tool. It's actually kind of therapeutic for me. This is not real, Oh, it's real, such a shame Julie. that he's joking. I was going to buy one. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people have tried to go and buy it because yeah. if you look at it in the shop, like it does look actually real. Yeah, right. I I did not as, not as hectic. Um... <laughs> 
But I toyed. It's so cute, isn't it? Like, I don't know how he's made it, but yeah, of course, it is, is a hoax. I didn't listen to the um, end of it, so I just saw the photo of it and I was like, do you know what? Maybe it is real. Maybe it is like, you know, daddy has one and we want to understand it, so be like him. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, hmm. then, then do they have to like go and check in with their parole officer as well? That'd be so mum, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I toyed with the idea when uh, Roy was around that age of, because um, it just struck me as a simple solution, kind of like this, but not as, you know, delinquenty. Um, you know when you walk into a shop and it goes, boo-boo. So you just put one of those on their bedroom doors so you know when they leave. Oh, yeah. Are you still into yeah. microchipping? Because that's something you want to do with Rory. Yeah, it's still, still an option when the uh, technology catches up to my wants and, and beliefs. I yes. think it is now that you can microchip to put you, rather than your credit card. You remember you just get it inserted in your hand? Oh, yeah. I think a bloke did that on his own and then they didn't like that he did it and they cancelled his chip. But oh. he did. He Makes did cutting do it up himself. your card a lot more hectic. It yeah. does, doesn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no. If someone steals it, that's an issue. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they only need to like get you unconscious, and then they could still use your. He's mm. sleepwalking. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's been viewed over twenty-one million. I think the hard thing is when people tried to get it from yeah, the shops. Yeah, but, but it, it's proved so popular, someone will make it. Fisher Electric Pri- shop. It may they may look like it was from Fisher Price. Is that uh, is no that from saying? the oh God? What's that other brand? Hasbro, Mattel. Uh, <laughs> keep going. Um, uh, no, uh, my first. You know those little ones. Oh, my, like the, yeah, yes. my first so ankle get, bracelet. My, <laughs> <laughs> which is saying they're expecting them to have many, many yeah, more exactly. in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B one hundred and five. I should have found out where the Danish national team are in the World Cup. Are they? They're playing Australia. Maybe, yeah, they are playing Australia. Anyway, uh, but look, I have just been so passionate about the World Cup because mm. I think it is absolutely amazing going to Brisbane Stadium and seeing female sport on such a world stage and just mm. going how passionate everyone is about it is just awesome. that You just don't question it. No. And for me, I'm really passionate about it because I've always taken my boys to female sport. Mm-hmm. For them, I didn't grow up with AFLW, but for them, they've always grown up for it. So it's no different. And I always think, you know, if you need a role model for your daughters, mm. if they're into sport, they're into sport, are they? Uh, yeah, yeah, he kind of likes it. It's I'm trying to get her to play sport at the moment. She's not overly keen. Mm. Not overly keen? She's only six, though, so yeah, I she'll guess. find her way. Yeah, okay. Mm. But if you're looking for a, a role model, how's this? She is injured, so she's not going to be playing. But I was like, I was just getting tingles learning about this uh this female uh, soccer player, should say football star, mm-hmm. because she has made it into the Forbes list of most powerful women in international sports. Right. Her name is Nadia Nadim, and she uh, was born in Afghanistan. At the age of 11, her father was in the army there and was murdered by the Taliban. Mm-hmm. So her and her family were like, we need to escape. So mm-hmm. they escaped on the back of a truck to Denmark, right. which you could imagine would just be so scary. Terrifying. Your dad has been murdered and you guys need to find a, an escape. Mm. Mm. And you just don't know what's going to happen with you. And then she started playing football over there and she has scored almost 200 goals in professional football. She's represented the national team. I did say injured now, but yeah. She speaks 11 languages fluently and in her spare time, she has become a reconstructive surgeon. In her spare time. Her spare time. Wow. Mm. So along playing sport, yeah. she's decided to go and study so that she's got a plan for when she finishes doing sport and she's going to be a plastic surgeon. Wow. Interesting. She is amazing. What male has done that while playing sport? Probably they don't need to because they've still got the money for it. Yeah, good point. 
we don't. That was your point. We're not, your we're point. not, <laughs> we're not was, needed for this. That was your point. <laughs> but that's, that's extraordinary. Don't you? Yeah, that is extraordinary. I wonder how she chose that because I mean. That that is very. That's even more inspiring when you know how much study and stuff mm. goes into that profession mm. as, as well. It's not like just having a backup. That's an entire career right there. That some people would only focus on that for their yeah. life. Or is know? that a person who is grateful for the second chance at life that they've gotten? I would imagine you that know, would play into yeah, it. Yeah, that's where you. Look I mean, at to it. go to the country that is um, taking you in as a refugee mm. and then represented them on the sporting mm. world is amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's like our poll poll um, jumper back in the day. Tiana. Tiana? Yeah. She was a Russian refugee. Remember? The blonde Was she? Yeah. I mean, no, I know Tiana. Her mm. and her mm. husband came up with a pajama line. Did I was they? modelling their pajamas, <laughs> and it felt really, really wrong. <laughs> Me, so short next to them, and I was uh, like, "You couldn't make them with short legs." And that—that that is a big <laughs> thing at the moment too, with all the wars and upheaval going around in in the world, where they're they're trying to say, "Look, we, especially with the Olympics coming out too, we don't want to." Um, punish the athletes for this so they can come and play like they did with the last one with Russia they can come and play but they can't use their flags because yeah. it's not their fault that they're, yeah. they're not making any of those great decisions you know so yeah what yeah. an amazing uh, amazing woman Stab Abby and Matt on B105 Alpha Box it's worth 10 grand on Monday it'll be the 7th Yep, 7th of 7th? August. Wow. Um, here are your answers to make it easier to win that money. Your letter is C for Charlie. Some of your answers are Cornflower, Cupboard, and Mr. Darcy himself, Colin Firth. Later days. Stop, and Matt. B105.